0: Betches Media presents
1: Will you suck f- I'm
2: to it.
3: fix this water problem
2: Sorry to this man You can have a hundred people in the room and I, oh,
3: Goodbye Kyle At Betches and shine.
0: Hello and welcome back to At Betches I am Dylan Hafer I am Chris Burns aka Fat Carrie Bradshaw
2: I'm Nicole Pellegrino
0: And we have an exciting show coming up Um, We have an interview at the end of the show with Ashley Murray, you know her from Riverdale and she is now the star of Katie Keene on the CW. So that's a really fun interview Nicole and I did with her. She's
2: She's such a sweetheart. Beyond lovely.
0: Um, Also very funny and talented. Um, But first we have lots of topics to get to. We got to talk about coronavirus. There's Hmm. honestly like what else is even happening in the world right now. Um, then we have some Amanda Bynes updates for better or for worse. I am <laughs> really not sure. Mm, mm. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about Meg and the Stallion a little bit. The hot girl Meg. Um, yeah. She's got some she's got some <laughs> uh, some troubles going on with her career. Um, but yeah, first we want to plug the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter, which you should all be subscribed to. Nicole, tell us about the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter.
2: Yes. Okay. So the Bachelor Breakdown is your go-to source for all things happening in Bachelor Nation. I mean, there are hilarious segments throughout that thing. There's an after the final rose segment, which kind of keeps up to date with it's past funny Bachelor people. It's, it's funny. hilarious. And of course, it's timed in a timely manner around each episode of The Bachelor, But we all know that Peter's season is ending, which we're not too sad about, honestly, because the cattiest contestants and, you know, Peter's all over the place. So um, that season's ending. But this email newsletter is not ending. We are going to be putting it out each week uh, leading into Bachelorette and then Bachelor in Paradise as well. But in sort of this middle season we're putting it out each week and that way you can just keep up to date with all things happening with the bachelor stars um so subscribe now at betches.co slash bachelor breakdown
0: yeah i mean the bachelor might be ending Coronavirus might be canceling it's everything. starting. But the, the Bachelor Breakdown newsletter is not getting yes. canceled. It's the so. one thing
2: that isn't <laughs> these days, really.
0: Um, so, like, let's just take the temperature. Like, how are you guys feeling about coronavirus? Because I feel like some people are, like...
4: Freaking some people
0: out. are, like, with their, like, tinfoil hats, like, ready to not leave the house, even though they, like, <laughs> definitely are fine. And some people are, like, very chill. Like, what's... Chris, what's your... What's so, your I'm like?
1: kind of feeling like... um I understand why other people are worried about it. Am I particularly worried about it? Not so much.
0: I'm the same way right now. I feel like that's. I'm like, I'm like pretty chill. I'm a very like cynical person. Same. So like. I feel like unless it's like people I know are starting to get sick, I it's going to take a lot for me to be like, oh, should I cancel all my plans? I yeah. wasn't worried
2: until they announced that like New York is being affected the most out of all the states in the entire country. And that the executive director of Port Authority, who's like sort of a public figure, if you will. Yeah, that's concerning. Yeah, like it's it gets concerning when like public figures start Well, it's
1: concerning it. also because he's been at like all of the local airports, right he's like then, he's
0: like i've been checking every subway station every airport like every bus stop and it's like yeah. no can you not like, like they were like <laughs> sir <laughs> sir <laughs> like no sir like take a nap like go home <laughs> it's so funny though like there's all these politicians now that are like self quarantining because they had the um cpac conference like the big like conservative yeah, yeah. thing last week and they were all shaking hands and now there's all these people there that are like oh yeah i tested positive <laughs> yeah and it's like it's and so trump hilarious. and pence
1: won't get tested or haven't been It's so hilarious
0: that like that's that's like what's happening. It's like Ted Cruz is self quarantined. I'm like honestly like good good. And Matt
1: Gates who like wore the gas mask to like troll uh, the left side about coronavirus now
0: is in (laughs) self quarantine because the masks don't even work. This is not a political podcast, but it's kind of beautiful.
1: No, it is interesting to be on the subway and people are wearing like painters masks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really feel.
0: I don't really feel, like, anxiety getting on the subway. Like, I don't know. It's, like, I have to d- I have to do shit. Like, I have to live my life. So, I, I don't know. I just feel like
2: the only recommendation has been, like, wash your hands frequently. I did read something that it was, like, if the subway car is too packed, don't get on it. Yeah, and I I'm did like,
1: actually wait for a different subway today.
0: I will say, okay. I feel like I have been a lot more, like, on my hand washing game. Same. Mm-hmm. I washed my hands um, when I got into today. Is, obviously like, obviously, I, I wash my hands normally like it's not like i just learned about like soap and water but i definitely have been like i like looked at the chart of like all the different like hand like movements you're supposed to do there's like the like one on top of the other oh, wow. like rub it in a circle like do your little like sounds
2: like, like sex d- positions oh yeah it's
0: like the it's like the kama sutra for coronavirus um oh
1: that's a fun little book you yeah. could write that oh my god
0: oh, wow. sorry guys i got to quit my job right now and write this coronavirus yeah, you have a very
1: limited time where it's going to sell well so <laughs>
0: yeah. but yeah so probably we've been starting to see more and more like high profile cancellations around coronavirus and just like last night this morning the biggest news is that Coachella is being, be being postponed until October and here's the thing like I'm like
1: <coughs> October I feel like people are gonna be even more excited because like in the summer it's already, like, a great time. Like, spring is lovely. Right, like, it's all April, over. Like,
2: Everybody says, I've never actually been, but everyone says Coachella is, like, deathly, he- you, like, die of heat. So Yeah, that's October, why I can't like, be in the
1: summer. But, like, even in October, it'll be, like, super hot. I'm supposed yeah. to go to Palm Springs, actually, in May, so... Oh.
0: Are you still going as of right now? I don't know. I'm also supposed to go to
1: Savannah for a bachelorette party the week before that. So Bitch, I'm
0: about to book a $10 flight to Italy. I don't even really care.
1: Literally, so flights cheap. are so cheap, it's flights wild. Flights to Miami are, like,
2: $90 up. right now. My thing is, I manage the Betches Brides' Instagram account, and I what, didn't what? realize... Follow at
0: Betches Brides.
2: That's... Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize how... How coronavirus is affecting the world until I saw how it's affecting brides and bachelorette parties and honeymoons. I mean, the hell hath no fury as a bride. I tweeted that this morning from the rides account as a bride whose wedding or bachelorette is being affected by coronavirus Mm. because those are, yeah, the the
1: honeymoon at least you can like postpone and it's not as
0: bad. I feel like the wedding and the bachelorette party
1: it's that's um yeah
0: I'm I'm Ooh. starting to get stressed about the Olympics I just need I need mm-hmm. the Olympics to happen oh, I forget Dylan loves the Olympics
1: I like, um, forgot which they were one even is happening. happening
2: is it the summer Olympics yes
0: it's the summer or Olympics the- in Tokyo um <laughs> fun fact um m- one of my favorite sports is gymnastics And so, I follow it, like, all around, like, year-round. Like, it's not just, like, I only care about the Olympics, like, some people. Um, But, like, obviously, the Olympics are, like, the biggest deal. And so, like, personally, I mean, like, obviously, it's a big deal if the Olympics get canceled. But personally, I will be very upset. Wait, is there figure skating in the Summer Olympics? No, there's not figure skating in the Summer Olympics, (laughs) I feel like I've been watching a lot of figure skating videos on
1: YouTube. Yeah,
0: because it's, like, winter. That's the figure skating season. Well, I didn't... I don't know. I don't know how fucking sports work. They (laughs) actually, so Coachella adjacent and also like sports adjacent, they just canceled. um, South by. No, they, well, they canceled South by Southwest, but they canceled um, the Indian Wells Tennis Tournament, which is one of the biggest tournaments (laughs) of the year. Not
1: the tennis tournament.
2: Chris's favorite event. It's
0: like a mile from Coachella. They canceled it the night before it started.
2: Like canceled or postponed?
0: No, they, so they're not using the word canceled. They're saying it, it's not being held, but like the tennis season is like really long yeah. and like full. So like, there's basically the only way they could put like schedule it another time is if the Olympics get canceled, they could do it then. But like, I can't believe how much we've talked about sports
1: today. I know. Wow. Wow. Somebody call my dad and let him know that I um, <laughs> got
0: upset. I'll, about s- sports. I'll send him the link.
4: Yeah. This show is sponsored by better help. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches.
0: Um, okay, so moving on yes, to... speaking about parents. Amanda Bynes. Guys, uh, I'm not feeling great about Miss Amanda right now. Neither I, is she. I just,
2: I want her, she needs a good support system. And Paul, and I'm saying it in a weird Paul, way because Paul. the funniest thing in the world is how Dylan... You check out Dylan's articles on batches.com. He spells the name as P-O-L because that's, that's how, how she, says it. she pronounces it.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So a quick refresher. If you haven't been paying attention, Amanda Bynes a few weeks ago popped up on Instagram with a post of a big ass engagement ring and then she introduced her fiancé, Paul, in a series of videos, and she said that he's, like, drop-dead gorgeous, and she calls him, like, my little, like, wudgy-wudgy bear. Like, oh, god, It was weird, and she apologized for calling people ugly on Twitter. She said <sighs> she was in a bad yeah. place. She also said she was a year sober, which I was surprised to hear, but, yeah, you know, happy for her. She did seem sober in that video. Yeah, like, I think she is kind of, like, a weird person like i think she has like kind of a kooky personality but she didn't seem like she was like fucked up yeah yeah no yeah but so she posted these videos with paul it was whatever i guess we were happy for her apparently she met paul like in rehab which okay can you um, reenact did they the voice? say that
1: he also was a um you're sober yes the like video? they were
0: sober <laughs> together which uh, great like support your support your yeah 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 um, but so then this weekend, the news broke that Paul and Amanda broke up after, after three th- weeks of being engaged.
2: And even after that one video with the baby voice of with her, the,
0: the little baby voice, goes, you
2: so sexy,
0: you so, <laughs> you <be> so sexy.
2: <laughs> I couldn't, I, I had to throw my phone across the room when I saw that. But yeah.
1: here's it. She's like upset that her parents still are her conservators who like, right, so have she, the, who wouldn't let her get
0: married. But Okay they broke up after three weeks. So like she's, yeah.
1: under she's a really conservatorship. proving the point. I feel like that her parents should have that.
0: She's under a conservatorship from her parents. So it's like similar to the Britney Spears type of situation. If you know that, like, so she can't make a lot of her own like financial, like life choices, stuff like that. And so they had her in this outpatient, like rehab f- recovery, yeah. some facility that she said in a video was $5,200 a month. And she so wanted nice therapy. She wanted to get changed to just like regular therapy that her insurance covered, which I'm like, does she still have SAG insurance?
1: I also feel like fifty two hundred dollars a month for like that is actually not it's so that expensive. expensive.
0: Right. But yeah. if if she's saying, I just want to go to therapy once a week and like sit on the couch. Yeah, but that's I don't think something I mean, she definitely needs more than that. Well, yeah. so then there was another update. Apparently last week there was a secret hearing where Paul was there and her parents and she was like ordered to check into like an inpatient psychiatric facility mm-hmm. but that she she said she would go but then she didn't go. She like ghosted the facility and so now Amanda Bynes is like a fugitive? <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, I just saw this, this. So it was just put like the story just came out last night, I guess. The, the hearing was on Thursday apparently and that so she actually has done this in the past, where she like left the facility she was supposed to be at under her conservatorship, and like because her parents technically have to like approve what's going on with her treatment, or it's like court yeah. ordered. Like or technically, w- under the eyes of the law, she's like has
1: under to eighteen. Do
2: what they? Yeah, <laughs> she is. She has. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, has like, no has to like sounds yeah. kind of nice, honestly.
0: <sighs> Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, that's the, the there's a lot to unpack there. Um, but so then. So she deleted all these videos of her and Paul and had kind of gone silent on social media. And then last night she posted a picture of her and Paul with the caption, my love. Ugh, you can't and so, up. you know, you can't you can't stop. True like, I love. wonder
2: what she's doing right now. Is she with Paul? Is she being a fugitive with him away? Right, is that from- an
0: old picture or did fine, they like run fine. away together?
2: It's always like in the same room, like her house in the back I feel like whenever she posts I mean, she probably only
0: has like one room
2: yeah I was wondering this is kind of off topic but where does she get money from now I know there's been talk about a clothing line that she's launching in the future like how is she, is making she probably money
1: also money? has like uh, royalties from a lot of things yeah because
0: okay. all of because I feel like her she gets like royalties from her movies and like I don't know if like is the Amanda show still in like reruns or something she might get uh, no from but her. I think Should it's be. on Disney plus Even though it was on Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, I mean, she was in quite a few things. Like, it makes sense that... Also, if she hasn't been managing her own finances, she might have, like, a lot of money saved. I don't know. Yeah, her parents could have invested for her, like...
2: Yeah, that's true. I feel like
0: usually when you hear about somebody having a conservatorship, their parents are, like, evil. But ho- hopefully, in Amanda's case, they, like, actually have been doing
2: they want the,
1: the best right thing. For I, her. I, I mean, it I does seem.
0: I mean, like, she doesn't...
1: She seems like she does need somebody to be doing yeah, this. Yeah, like, even like, her
2: videos on Instagram when she's looking at the camera, there, there's something weird. She's, like, very matter-of-factly as if it's, like, a newscast report. Yeah, it's like,
0: it's like hi. I'm sorry that I haven't been giving you that much information. This is what's happening with me and my fiancé, Paul. Ugh.
2: <laughs> the she's like, pronunciation.
0: She's like, first of all, as you can see, he's chopped it gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> and he's
2: just, like, in the background, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Paul's, like, Paul's cute. Like, I'm he's not mad cute. about it. i yeah. kiss him in a bar. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like,
1: would. yeah, why not? Like, I mean, yeah. I, he's, like, that kind of cute. Like, if mm-hmm. it was in a dark Alley I could see you he guys tried together. to kiss me. I would let it happen.
0: Nicole is now shipping Chris and Paul.
2: <laughs> Let's make that happen. Let's
0: make it ok. Yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Let's move on to Megan Thee Stallion. If you're, if
0: you're a personal friend of Paul Michael, which first of all, that's not a full name. That's like a that's like Paul Michael. Yeah. What's the last name? Ricky Sounds Bobby. like a
1: hairstylist. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, he should have a salon, right? Uh-huh. Paul instead Michael. of Paul Mitchell. Paul, Paul Michael.
1: Oh, is that why I'm thinking <laughs> yes. of that? Yes. Yeah, it's uh.
0: definitely. Yeah, I did not put two and two together, but absolutely, that is the reason.
1: Um, let's move on. Okay, I can't be talking about getting set up with Amanda Biden's fiance right now. <laughs>
4: We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches
0: let's
1: move on to megan the stallion
0: so so megan the stallion there was all this controversy last week um, because she basically came out publicly against her record label 1501 entertainment and she said that they basically that she was in this bullshit contract with them that she signed when she was like 20 years old, and it was bullshit. It was. I was reading so it. So, basically, the main thing of the contract is that all of her like album money that it generated, the label got 60% and she got 40%, which in the music industry, more standard is 50-50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for tours, it was 70-30. Yeah. Right, and then she also said that. Once the management company that the label used, once they took their cut, she was only getting like I think it was like twenty seven percent, which seems like not a lot. Because then she also Bullshit. has to pay her own like yeah her own like agent, publicist, like all of that stuff. Like those are expenses that you know aren't necessarily yeah included that's not in the main a lot. Deal.
1: I mean, yes, obviously it takes a village, but also like if she leaves, it's done. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like right. she's the only one that Apparently, is not replaceable.
2: It's called a three sixty deal. Um, but yeah, basically, like they get a huge cut of the profits from her tours, her merch, her everything. So like you said, if she leaves, where's so, the deal? So Meg went to
0: court because she was basically saying this deal is fucked. I didn't know what I was getting into when I signed it. And obviously her career situation has changed a lot in yeah. the last yeah. couple years. And she basically was like. I, this deal is bullshit. Let me out of the deal. I want nothing. Like I want to be done with 1501. And they were like, "Mm, you can't release the label told her that she couldn't release music. Yeah. Because yeah. she wasn't going to, like, abide by this deal or whatever. So she got a temporary restraining order against the company, which I didn't even know you could do. Yeah. Oh. Me either. I'm and like, then released whatever. it on the day that I'm she like, had the they, restraining are order they gonna, Are they going to attack
2: her? Like, Megan is an expert businesswoman, feminist icon. I am here for Megan the Stallion.
0: But yeah, so the, the legal battle is far from over. She's not released from the contract or anything. But she got a judge to say... That she could put out the music. So she put out her... It's like an EP, Mm Sugar, Sugar. Sugar. On Friday, it's really good. Oh, I haven't listened to it. Rich, the song
2: everybody was sharing on Instagram. Rich,
0: I also really like the song Captain Hook. The beat has these like swashbuckling sword noises. And then she's just like... She, I don't know. She's, really she's like I so I like talented. the song Bitch.
2: Or maybe it's bitch B-I-T- I, Yeah, it's I, really good. so good. The lyrics in it, I was listening this morning. They're very empowering. Like, basically, at one point, she's like, it's 2020. I'm not going to argue about twerking. And then at one point, she's like, the, the whole, like, uh, what's it called? Refrain or whatever chorus of the song is like, I'm... It's... I forget how it's worded, but it's like, I'm a bitch, but... Just call me a bitch because you're gonna call me that anyways when I'm tripping. Oh. I love. There are
1: so many bops out right now. I can't really handle anymore. We have
2: we have Lady Gaga, Demi
1: Lovato, Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa. the Lipa. fucking Dixie Chicks. Are you kidding me? Oh my god! I and saw it, it is so good. What I what saw last one? night, du- Gaslighter, du- their new <gasps> song, iconic.
0: It is really All good. Right. Dua Lipa has a VIP package for her concert tickets, where one of the th- perks is that you ent- you're entered to win a one on one face off with her with dance dance revolution face what off with her? like oh you can like play dua lipa and dance, dance Does she revolution? just like
1: love dance dance revolution and she's like let's do that so that i have a chance to play ddr once every
0: night i don't know how much these tickets are but i'll be like, can i play with anwar instead oh my god leave us just the two of they us are thank so- you they're like the hottest couple Everyone, uh, like a lot of people, are like
1: Anwar is not hot. I think Anwar
0: is hot. No, he is. Okay, we're talking for. We're talking about pop icon Dua Lipa, and she is dating Anwar Hadid, younger brother of Gigi and Bella. Yeah, and and I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm here for it. She always dates hot
1: guys. I've never
2: like heard Anwar speak. Is he like hot? That's why I like. Is his personality hot?
0: Does he have a personality? I don't know.
1: That's not the point. My type is no personality. That's probably why I like him. (laughs) He
2: looks like
0: yeah he's very like kind of that like mysterious yeah like her- the are like heroin chic look a little bit like mm-hmm. not not alleging anything but mm-hmm. <laughs> just like that kind of vibe yeah and i'm into it he okay. went to the the her, their grandma or she went to the grandma's funeral in um in oh. like the netherlands last year the one that tyler cameron went to when oh he was yeah dating God, was so like
2: star-studded funeral also <laughs>
0: yeah really one though. of my favorite things i we are now talking about dually but for far too long but Yolanda Hadid is like her biggest hype woman on Instagram and it is my favorite thing because she's dating her son and she comments on every post. She's like, she's like, my beautiful stunning Dua. And I'm like, oh (laughs) my God, I want to be Bring Yolanda back to
1: Beverly Hills. I I want to see
0: Dua on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I want to be at that family dinner that's like, Anwar Dua Lipa Yolanda you know it's such a
1: supportive dinner also Gigi and whoever she's
0: dating I love Yolanda Hadid so much maybe like Kendall Jenner shows up to dinner oh wow (laughs) what a dream dinner (laughs) Yolanda Yolanda Hadid now lives on like a horse farm in Pennsylvania I know
2: they love horses that family they
0: do because that's what they were (laughs)
1: before they got before David Foster right they lived on a I horse feel like bar.
0: every rich person loves
2: horses, yeah.
1: though. That's like, it's, you
0: grew up riding Like, horses. once you get to a certain point financially, it's not really like an interesting choice to like horses.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like you, the, horses is an, is an expensive sport. So, if you're rich, like, you grow up riding them. Nicole, yes. Nicole, I, Nicole, Nicole, Nicole She just
0: said horses is an expensive sport. <laughs>
2: Horseback riding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant.
0: Nicole, I Nicole, is the coronavirus getting to your brain? <laughs>
2: Honestly, yes.
0: I dream about being rich enough that I um, can horseback ride as a <laughs> hobby. <laughs> I w- we would, when I was a kid, we would go to Michigan in the summer, and there was like a place where we would go oh, horseback riding. And
1: so I
2: think Dylan I was, was rich. Yeah, Bitch. No, <laughs> you
0: you pay by the hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've done the hourly horseback riding too.
0: It's not that glamorous. Yeah. Oh, I have. Um, we also, I feel like we should just touch on briefly. Kylie and Travis are back together. Uh, And I feel really good about that. When
1: I say that I could care about nothing less, I could care (laughs) about literally nothing less.
2: I could because Stormy deserves two parents that are in a loving relationship so she can one day emulate that. I just think it
0: seems like the last couple... So they broke up in October... Um, they've always said that they had a really positive co-parenting relationship and that they were still friends and in the last month or two, we've seen them out and about together a lot. Not always with Stormy. They're not just like they're not just going to like carpool together. Like they went to the Oscars after party together.
1: Yeah, it's not co-parenting if you're doing drugs in the bathroom. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny when people like are like, oh, we have to co-parent and that means we have to like hang out all the time. It's like, no, you can just like text and Coordinate things Yeah where like, I'm
1: from Co-parenting means you meet In the Walmart parking lot And drop your kids off So they can go to mom for Co-parenting weekend. Right, means right.
0: you can be at the, In the same room together Not like that you're like Yeah for like their graduation
2: you, like, <laughs> Choose to hang out Yeah Yeah
0: yeah. I I don't know I feel like Kylie and Travis Just like make sense together As a couple And like she's also Spoken publicly about Like wanting to have A second kid like soon And when she oh. was broken up From Travis It was like Okay but like like What's, what's the deal with that And now I feel like I feel like she's going to have another baby, like, next year.
2: I feel like Kylie's the type of woman that even if she didn't have a man, like, she would still find a way to have a second child if she That's wanted true. one. I'm i mean, if sure
1: Kylie <laughs> could literally have another child today if she if wanted you're like, to.
0: If you're <laughs> rich, it's not that hard. Like, because if, if you want, like, you know, in vitro or something, yeah. like, yeah. it just takes money. But,
5: but yeah. hopefully it's I mean, with Travis. I Kim and Kanye
0: do it. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> Those kids are so cute. So I know. Cute. Did you see the video she put up of them in their fort? no she put up a video of like all of her kids made like a fort out of cardboard boxes and she like
0: opens the door and um saint is like mom can i have your phone (laughs) okay there's nothing i love more than when the kardashians like play at being poor
2: yes the cardboard box for it
0: it's like oh like kids like what do you want to do today and like normally they probably are like vip at disneyland or like you know like having their like miniature sports cars or whatever and then it's like oh we can just play with boxes (laughs) i'm like that is honestly so relatable like In
1: Kim's mausoleum house too, it looks like a fucking
0: like monastery of a house.
2: (laughs) But (laughs) Uh, the playroom is that playroom is a dream playroom. It's
0: actually hilarious. Yeah, she posted this like whole tour of her playroom on Instagram, and it literally looks like a toy store, but like the most legit toy store you've ever been to yeah. and she's like oh yeah like here are like north's horses and it's like 50 toy horses <laughs> there's
2: a and, fucking like, stage for them to perform on
0: it's really intense <laughs> and it's kind of hilarious that she probably has like half a million dollars worth of toys in that room and the kids are still playing with fucking cardboard and asking boxes. for her phone
1: <laughs> to play on her phone
2: it shows the only thing a kid needs these days is a phone That'll be my motto when I'm a parent. Uh, Kim went
0: through this one phase. An iPad. She went through this phase a couple years ago where she was posting all these photos on Instagram that were like these like grainy photos in like a house that she definitely never lived in. That looked like just like the like Midwestern home that uh, that like I could have grown up in. She like like, like, bought for the photo opportunity. Like the couch was a little ratty and like the window... Like, sh- like the drapes or whatever were like, definitely not that nice. And it's like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> like, did you rent like a, a cottage somewhere? Like, this is not your home. No,
1: yeah. no she probably was like, I'll give you five million dollars if I can have this house just to take pics in. Oh, my God. And I'd be Relatable. like, it's yours.
0: Yeah. Well, Travis and Kylie, mazel tov on getting back together. Hope it goes well. Um, Chris and Nicole, tell everyone where they can find you and your various betches fun things
1: you can find me at nicole pellegrino on instagram
2: and me at fat carrie bradshaw i've had it for a while been growing that channel
0: and i'm at dylan hafer on instagram and also uh throw a follow to at bravo by betches for all the fun housewives etc content that you could ever want and stay tuned for an amazing interview with ashley murray of uh katie keen on the cw she's the
2: best
1: Yeah. And wash your
0: hands.
2: Oh, wash, wash Yo your hands. fucking
0: hands.
2: Hand sanitizer. New York
5: makes it now. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable, and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most
0: Welcome back to the App Betches Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Nicole. And we are now joined by the amazing Ashley Murray. Hello, Ashley. Hello. You know Ashley as Josie McCoy from Riverdale, and now she is bringing back her fan favorite character (laughs) on Katie Keene. I'm sorry. I'm
3: laughing because I just saw the picture on your shirt, and that graphic is so fly. Like, I can't even deal with it.
0: I'm wearing a shirt that has the hyenas from the Lion King. From the
3: Lion King. Oh my God. So great.
0: (laughs) So, Ashley Rory can now be seen in the brand new show, Katie Keene, Thursdays on the CW. So excited about the show. It's finally here.
2: Mm hmm. I'm so excited. I know. Okay, so I, I I can't believe you're playing the same character, Josie, in both shows. I feel like you never hear of that, like, other than... Yeah, it doesn't happen often. And I feel like the 12-year-old in me
3: somewhere is like,
2: mm-hmm. girl, is that good?
3: <laughs> um, but it is because, you know, I, I, even though I'm playing this character... I think where I'm lucky out is that in Riverdale, you didn't get to see so much of her really mm-hmm. kind of at all in ways. Right. You know, you just saw her singing in her friend's speakeasy mm-hmm. with a bunch of crooks. Like that's that's what it was. You know, there is like teenagers doing adult things. It's weird. But, you know, she was just kind of singing along. And now on this new show with Katie Keene, not only do you get to see her more, she's also older. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a bit of a stretch for me um, and my actor muscles to go from thinking in the mind of a 16 year old, which no matter how good I
2: look,
3: I haven't been in a really long time. You
2: look great, we
3: love the high pony.
2: For those of you listening, she just looks glowing. Can you feel the
3: height of this pony (laughs) through this mic? It's amazing.
0: Um, so yeah, so you guys just finished shooting like a few weeks ago, right? Or- I,
3: not even that long. It's, we're I don't even think we're two weeks. Um, I think it'll be two weeks tomorrow.
0: So what's it been like kind of transitioning so quickly from shooting the show, being in that day-to-day mindset of the character to now you're watching it on TV and the response has been so positive. How exciting has it been kind of jumping right into that?
3: Honestly, it's been really exciting. I just was talking about how I didn't think I would be so pumped when the pilot aired because we've seen it a handful of times now. You know, mm-hmm. we've had the opportunity to screen it at different mm-hmm. places throughout the city. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. You know, when it comes like, I know what's going to happen. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But then when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, I'm on TV. <laughs> um, And I still feel that way. And when I get, even when I go to ADR sessions and we have to re record lines because the sound was messed up or whatever, I get to see a little bit of episodes that I remember so viscerally working on, Mm -hmm. but we don't get the chance to see any playback. So I find out that. that line was funny yeah they kept that take great you're like i thought i I nailed it and i did i did i nailed it um like full pinterest mode pinterest (laughs) god pinterest queen um i i'm very very excited every time the show is about to come on i can't i can't wait to watch it
2: and we were saying before this it's it almost feels since it's set in new york there's so many vibrant fashion looks and Mm -hmm. colors It almost, it's so different from Riverdale, obviously, which was so dark and mysterious and murderous, but it almost feels like a freshened up, Dylan was like, I feel like it's a sex in the city for 2020, like how that show was set in New York.
0: It's like Um, very, like, four people, like, finding their way, and I mm -hmm. love, like, the interaction, but also, like, you all have your own storyline going on. Yes,
3: yeah, they definitely have that balance, and... I can agree with the Sex and the City uh, <laughs> correlation because I've seen both of the movies.
2: Yes, um,
5: same. But I, I haven't, haven't seen the show. exactly
3: watched the show same. because I wasn't like, old enough to watch it. Same. Um, but I like I, I get that same feeling in the in the quippy one-liners between mm-hmm. the friends who were closest and you know the friends who have a different type of relationship, and it's fun because. When you move to New York, you kind of fall in with people very quickly and you can find those connections and feel like, oh, man, I've known you forever, forever. And then, you know, you find out that, oh, so you don't like to put the toilet
2: seat down before you flush. Oh God, (laughs) that can break up. Um, I swear Hmm. that can break up a relationship. Yeah, it's like,
3: oh, you went to the beach and you don't shower and then clean the shower. So I just have to get in with your sand. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. We're at a very exciting moment in the interview because our champagne just arrived. (gasps) You know what's funny?
5: (laughs) You guys
3: didn't see this, but I like they saw, I turned back and looked out because I saw a shadow go by and I was like, is that it? Is she? (laughs) is that her Well cheer, showed cheers up to ready Katie to party yes. <laughs> yes cheers, cheers to the Katie, Katie Keene Keen. and um, to Josie really <laughs> mm. oh.
0: yeah speaking of like Josie coming from one show to the other show what was it like kind of being that connecting link? Because obviously like Nicole was saying, the shows are so different from each yeah. other, but you're bringing the same character. And so was it kind of like, did you feel a lot of pressure being like the connector or was it just kind of an exciting new no, opportunity? No, Not at
3: all. I feel like that connection, you know, has more to do with uh, letting the fans know that, you know, this is something that they can enjoy too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because they're, the Riverdale fan base is,
2: Oh, if you're a Riverdale fan, you are. It's very intense. I've seen you guys at Comic-Con and you have like a a very engaged fandom there.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Like especially when it comes to the like the lines where, you know, we wait for people to come Mm -hmm. and we sign their things and they give us gifts and it's really sweet and you get this one-on-one fan interaction. I'm done soonest. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And that's fine because I meet a lot of really sweet people, but ooh, bless Bless the core four, <laughs> because they will be there for a long time. Yes. Um, but when it comes to you know me having to make that connection with Katie Keene, mm-hmm. it was easy. Like I, I, it wasn't anything I needed to worry about, because this was a whole new world. It's a whole new experience. She's five TV years, mm-hmm. etc, right. in the future. So this was a space that, you know, I really got to make my own. Right.
0: Was it exciting getting to shoot in New York? Hell yeah. yeah. Cause you were in Vancouver for Riverdale, right? Or
2: Hell yeah. And how were like <laughs> how are some of the ways like the shows are different other than them being like Riverdale being darker and are there like dark aspects in Katie Keene that we just haven't seen yet? Or um similar themes running throughout at all? No. Okay. good
3: so I'm way more lighthearted yeah it's way more lighthearted and it's funny (laughs) because it's like it's so easy like I sometimes I have to watch myself because I mean it in jest and not like my friends who know me and then people who just meet me you can kind of tell that like I'm funny you know Yeah. so like I say things that sound funny but I don't want anybody to think that, like, I'm shitting on the show because it's so dark and people are always dying, but, like, I made it. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't. <laughs> well, Josie was a
2: tough bitch in Riverdale, and I'm sure in Katie Keene as well. Like, she, she was just a, like, I remember just always focused on her music. Like, yeah. Watch out, boys, like, wouldn't get distracted by <laughs> men. And you've kind of, throughout your career, you've always gotten to play badass women, which I just, I love.
3: Thank you, You're that's just, that's that's something that I want to continue. I'm very, I like to be very picky about mm-hmm. the things that I do.
2: That's awesome. How has it been like kind of being able to, then has it been a challenge to kind of finding those roles or have they been coming to you? Easy?
3: I think the biggest challenge I have right now is that I still look so young and I, I have a really strong um, glam team that Mm -hmm. I'm super thankful for. And I'm able to kind of transform myself to look a little bit closer to my age. Like, I'd like to think that I look like I'm in my 20s right now. (laughs) Um, As opposed to like a 15 year old. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But I still get, because I'm I'm very slight. And I like really, I I try to change it. I try to help it. But like, (laughs) this is just the box that I came in. And I have such a hard time convincing people that I can read and play mm-hmm. so much older than right. I look.
0: So I'm sure with Katie Keene, it's exciting to get that opportunity within kind of the the family that you've already built yeah. of having that opportunity to play older and to be in this new world mm-hmm. rather than being kind of stuck in that high school box. Yeah,
3: and you know what's funny is that doing this, you know, that was one of the things that I was looking forward to the most. And at the same time, there's something about her youthfulness mm-hmm. that awakens my own and it mm-hmm. presents itself in a really high pitched voice, which <laughs> does not help my case at all. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I do enjoy being able to handle more adult situations and I can ground that in a way that I couldn't in Riverdale. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: And I think the career journey is like such an exciting thing to really delve into and moving to New York City obviously. You yes, yes. get so lucky is, like, it's in
3: Washington, Washington Square <laughs> Park. Like what is that? Like <laughs> what is your life? <laughs>
2: Truly it made me wanna just like uh, reverse a couple years and move to New York City earlier and just chase my dreams of <laughs> being a singer or being an actor in New York City, which by the way, we just have to say you have the best singing voice. I mean, we've ever heard. It's Thank just so you. good. That's so really you're just sweet. a woman of many talents. <laughs> I was, af- was
0: looking at the the Katie Keene Instagram earlier, and she goes, "I want to be on this show." <laughs>
2: <laughs> it just looked so fun. I was like, "Who's the blonde actress? Can I be her?" Oh my God, Julia
3: is the best. <laughs> She's the you know that's that's another really fun thing about being on this show and any any project I've really been a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in championing champ, championing. I can never say I, that's <laughs> ooh, ooh. So that's ten, that. that's like a one championing ooh ooh I'm gonna regret that when I listen point point to word. this later <laughs> it really is um, I believe in that I'm just gonna skip right over it right. I, <laughs> I believe in doing that for my fellow co-stars and artists and, mm-hmm. and whether they're an actor or, or they're a crew member or what have you I l- always look for that bright light in someone mm-hmm. and I wanna fan it I and love that I One of my favorite things about Julia is that she's just... Julia has this level of comfort Mm -hmm. that I strive to find. And I feel like that definitely comes through life experience and work experience. And she has this trust that she may not agree with me, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) I feel like she trusts her choices for Pepper so well that Pepper is just a fully like rounded out character right like I don't know if she's full of shit (laughs) but she really like she knows herself whoever she is yeah and she lands those quips and those lines so well and when I see her I'm like oh I want to be friends with her and I have to remind Mm -hmm. myself that I am like but not like I'm friends with Julia Yeah, but like sometimes she does stuff and I'm like Which is crazy. I want to be friends with her. That's
2: amazing. That's like
0: what you want from your cast on a show, though. Because especially when it's like, when it's a TV show, you're on the project for a while. It's like, Mm. you want to have people that you really are like excited to be working with and like continue kind of building that relationship. So that's cool.
2: I kind of want to take it back to, since again, the show is about people, young people moving to New York, chasing their dreams. I want to take it back to the beginning of your career, like before Riverdale, um okay it's just how kind of what how did your journey go in chasing your dream obviously you're super successful now super famous uh again um, people put that word know, on me i know we i don't talking about claim this before. It. she was like um, i don't want it that's but not me you're super Katie successful. keen
0: thursdays on the cw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll see her Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um i'd have to say that i mean you know i knew i wanted to be an actor at a really young age mm-hmm. i was lucky um, with that. And my first big thing was I uh, did a show in children's theater in cool. Kansas City, Missouri. Are you from um, Kansas City? I am. Mm-hmm. I'm from St. Louis.
2: you from St. Louis? Missouri. What up, boo? <laughs> Look. Oh my gosh.
3: That Congra- Midwest familiar. Yes, congratulations <laughs> on the Super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> yes, like cheers are cheers to the Super Bowl that. for
2: the listeners.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, But I... I did children's theater. Um, Mm -hmm. I did this musical called Junie B. Jones um, and a Little Monkey Business. And I played her best friend, That Grace, who was described in the audition breakdown as an African-American girl with naturally curly hair. (laughs) And I actually found a way and convinced uh, the heads of my school, my high school, to de-enroll me mm-hmm. and basically to graduate me early because I'd already accrued mm-hmm. all my credits so that I could start working. That's um, amazing. And I played a five-year-old for six weeks and it was the best time of my life. Like, there was nothing like doing two shows a day for six weeks and seeing these five and six year olds run in slow motion up the escalator and out of the building because that's mm-hmm. what my character did. I ran in slow motion once. That show was like 60 minutes long. Oh. <laughs> and I, like, there was some scene where it's like show and tell, and that Grace's show and tell was her. Um, her pink high top uh, Chuck Taylors Ooh. and she felt like she ran like lightning mm-hmm. and I had this like sol- this whole solo song. We're gonna my need to find lightning. this clip.
2: I need to find this clip. I don't
5: clip think after.
3: I don't know if it was <laughs> oh my
5: God if you find it, We're that. gonna search <laughs> this. Nicole's
0: gonna spend the rest of her day like digging through YouTube. Screw my other I, work.
2: I'm fine. I don't this.
3: know if YouTube was really like about that life when I was 18. Um, you never know.
2: There's been know. clips some, some of Miela Kunis of. from like her Lisa Frank commercials oh God. that I found. Well
3: see that's different though. You know no, that's different. I didn't do commercials. I wasn't in any of that. It was all theater before that. And then I did some off-off-Broadway in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I did some uh, web series. And I did uh, an indie film, uh, like nice. a short, with one of my really good longtime friends from college as well. He's a director and a writer, and he works in casting in LA. His name oh, is wow. Steven Tyler O'Connor. He's good guy to know. Um, uh, I did a really wonderful short with him called Welcome to New York. I also, you know what's funny is that I did my very first short before him. I was 18. Oh, what was it called? <laughs> I can't remember. The, it's, I, I think it's on my IMDB. You, Somebody oh, found we'll, it. It's on oh, we'll find it. Uh, fi- oh, Finding Harmony. That's what it's called. Ooh. It's called Finding Harmony. Okay. And I, it's not on anything as far as I know. I don't think yeah. she put it on a platform because it was, I, I think it was just a project she was doing for school um Morgan Dameron re-nick. was the name of the director she's so sweet so beautiful um and I, I used to have a very thick accent which is why I'm happy it's not on the platform because really
2: like a midwestern city.
3: well is midwestern it? it midwestern's country right like right. I'm, I'm doing it a little bit right now <laughs> um like if you were to call it the social security office of independence Missouri it would sound a little bit like this mm. Oh, that is a specific um, twang yes it's, it's a very specific <laughs> twang but that's like that's That can be like an independence twang. There's a difference from Kansas City twang, Mm -hmm. and you know if you're from Kansas City because you say Kansas City. You don't say Kansas City. You say Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri.
2: Really? I didn't know that. I keep like looking at Dylan for his Missouri. I am not
0: from Kansas City.
2: It's very different. It's It's different
3: in St. Louis. We have
0: the the Thursday uh, call my
2: mom. Uh, Yes. Soda is that one? No. No, we say
3: pop. (laughs) (laughs) We still say pop, Um, but like. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Let's just
2: it, Listen. <laughs> I don't know. We made you take it back the real quick. champagne is
0: um, Okay, so we have a few minutes left. I want to say for people who haven't watched Riverdale or don't think Riverdale is their cup of tea, whatever, what would you say about Katie Keene is special about it and makes it not just, you know, not just something new for the Riverdale audience, but something that everyone can enjoy? What would you say is that like thing?
3: I mean, I think what's special about it is it does capture that. Nostalgia of Sex in the City, but for like a younger audience, like because mm-hmm. when Sex in the City was out, I it wasn't. I felt like that was a lifestyle that I couldn't really understand, yeah. and, and that their age, even that though they bougie. were younger, it, like it it didn't feel like mm-hmm. that's where I was living at mm-hmm. that age, I, and I definitely wasn't. By the time I was that age, I was like, mm, yeah, that,
0: that, that New York, they York they doesn't wish. really <laughs> exist anymore. It does yeah. It's very different yeah.
3: now, but I feel like. You know, there is such a youthfulness to our show um, and such a life and a vibrancy and a hunger that a lot of um, young people have today. Mm -hmm. You know, this need to want to make it, this need to want to succeed because times are far more difficult to find success. Things are way more expensive. The cost of living is way higher. Um, You know, the benefits that you get for working for however long are far too small. You Mm -hmm. know, everything... Mm -hmm requires this type of grind that um is different than it has been in the past and you get to see that also with this newfound transparency of what life is really like you know Mm -hmm. the fact that there um are binary and non-binary people there are um polyamorous relationships like Mm -hmm. these are not things that just magically appeared in 2000 this people have been living this way for a long Mm -hmm. time it just wasn't talked about it wasn't accepted it wasn't anything that was brought to the forefront so you get to see this bit of normalcy while also dealing with You know, that trudging of trying to make Mm -hmm. it that's really deep. There's also really beautiful fashion, like it's pretty faces. It's the CW. So people are (laughs) cute. Um, (laughs) And there's fun. There's laughter in it. You know, there's happiness. There's sadness. There's so much friendship. It's just it's a revival of a time
2: that we haven't seen for a while. Um. Well. So we have
0: a few minutes left. We're gonna play a little game, Nicole. What are we playing? What are we yes. playing,
2: Nicole? Yes. So we thought of this. So because you are, you've gotten quite comfortable with your character, Josie. Yes. We are trying to channel our inner Josies and think. What would Josie do in a couple various funny scenarios that
5: we're going <laughs> to So we're okay. doing a little
0: WWJD, but it's... Yes, <laughs> it's Josie. Yes, what okay. would Josie do? Okay, so your first one, what would Josie do if she were on The Bachelor? So, like, how far would she get? Would she be, like, a drama queen, a villain? Do you watch
3: The Bachelor? I don't. <laughs> we were like, I don't watch she The Bachelor. Um, and I feel like... I feel like... <laughs> I feel like Josie would end up being the person like, I just want to go home. Like, I don't actually. <laughs> Josie
5: would
2: send herself home. I for feel sure. like she
3: would. She'd be like, just give me the rose. Yeah. Yes. If, if he <laughs> isn't up to par, then I can, I'm not going to waste your time. I don't want to waste mine.
2: That's so true. And I just saw Josie when you just said, just give me the rose. <laughs> that was her. I was like watching an episode. Yeah. Just now. No. Um, OK, so the next one. What, I think I know what you're gonna say, but what mm. would Josie do if she went out on five dates with a guy and then that guy suddenly just ghosted her and stopped talking to her?
3: Well, first of all, five dates, that's like a commitment. Right. I feel like, well, it depends on how close the dates are to each other. If they're very close, <laughs> if we went on five dates and say like, I don't know, three weeks, and then you ghosted, you got ghosted, I I feel like Josie would be all sorts of upset. I feel like her friends would have to talk her down from like sending semi-malicious notes (laughs) to his job or (laughs) maybe like, I feel like that type of thing, having not experienced something like that, I feel like Josie would be the type of person who would wait outside that guy's office or job or wherever mm-hmm. he is and then just like snap pictures of him and then send them to him like late at night which or, is yeah, certainly like, not something there. that
0: I would ever <laughs> ever do I, honestly,
3: <laughs> which, a good which idea. is scary like it's actually scary <laughs> but I, it's like I, sh- I feel like she would either be that far off the rails and have her friends pull her back and like listen mm-hmm. it's fine it happens it's New York like people pretend like they want to be with you but it's oh, really
5: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's just for the Friday like you're Friday to Tuesday like that's all yeah. it is and that's fine um yeah but if the if the <laughs> if the dates were f- five but like over yeah. say yeah three months and like, meh, like you let whatever. it go <laughs> like who mm-hmm. was that
0: okay we have time for one more um if josie went on shark tank what would her pitch be what's josie's help. business idea <laughs>
3: <laughs> really
2: putting you on the
3: spot you really these. are um because i'm still scared about the last answer i gave i'm like is that accurate am, am i
2: crazy um the, the director is gonna be like ashley we have to talk do we you really know your character well i don't know
3: if you should <laughs> no. do podcasts anymore <laughs> no. no um uh, this is great i'm having a great time mm-hmm. um shark tank if she had an idea to pitch I don't know, like I'm just trying to wrap my mind around Josie not being in high school anymore. I feel like, I feel like, it, like it would be
2: something about music.
3: It probably would, and quite frankly, Ashley can't get the Rise Up <laughs> toilet out of her mind from Grace and Frankie right now because I just binged yes. the last season, so... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I have no idea, honestly. I'm going to, I'm going to tap out. It's okay,
0: she can focus on the singing career. Yeah, Yeah.
2: she doesn't need to go on an entrepreneur show. Well, this was
0: so fun, Ashley. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell everyone where they can find you, what they should be watching on TV these days.
3: Well, um, you can find me on the Insta of Grams. Um, I am, I am a Murray. And it's the same thing on Twitter because (laughs) I'm really lazy. And you'll be live Um, tweeting, of course. Yes, absolutely be live tweeting. And I will be live tweeting tonight with the rest of the cast because we have a new episode airing at 8, 7 central. Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah,
0: so don't forget to watch Katie Keene Thursdays on The CW. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to At Betches. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby.
2: And Mike Coscarelli. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure
0: to follow us at Betches on Instagram.
4: Batches.